Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to the Connecting Soul Beings podcast, offering you inspiration, tips, and learning about tuning into the language of your soul and gain a deep, intuitive understanding of your inner self, your guides, and the animals around you, so you are able to live from your heart with grace, love, and gratitude. We bring together spiritual leaders, energy healers, and awakened humans, so we are able to collaborate and help you feeling loved, joyful, and free by providing clear direction on how to connect soul to soul. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to another episode of the Connecting Soul Beings podcast. This particular episode was recorded during the 2018 Connecting Soul Being Summit. This summit contains 28 experts and thought leaders, and we created this event to help conscious, self-aware soul beings and animal lovers to have inspiration and practical guidance on how to feel connected and in alignment, filled with beautiful energy. You can also watch the videos of these episodes on our YouTube channel, which is listed in the show notes. Please enjoy. Hi and welcome back. This is another great day here at the online summit Connecting Soul Beings. Today it is my pleasure to introduce Maatje Koper from the Netherlands. Maatje is a teacher of the universal laws and a money mindset coach. Now we had a wonderful conversation all around spirituality that is not all fluff. We talk about the law of attraction, alignment, letting go of judgment and guilt. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or tea and enjoy this great conversation. So what I'm really intrigued about in terms of the work that you do, and um, I know a lot of people have heard of this, but may not necessarily understand what is the law of attraction that you are so passionate about? Yeah, well, basically it comes down to uh, a really sem- simple sentence, ask and it will be given. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with most people, it doesn't work that way uh, because there's something in between the ask and the receiving part. And it may be receiving itself or it may be limiting beliefs or blocks people experience uh, that what they uh, ask for, it doesn't come into their lives uh, this easy or they uh, they ask from a place of lack instead of a place of abundance and they want something and they want something now because if they ha- don't have the thing they can't be happy you know so and that's that's not a great place to ask from no exactly and that is that place of lack what you're talking about isn't it yeah, so how, yeah. how can we move through that? Like, how can we always come from a place of abundance and happiness to ask for what we want to create in our lives? Yeah, I don't even know if it's necessarily, uh, if it's necessary to um, always come from a place of abundance, you know, because yeah. sometimes are just in this state of lack and it's also um, not helpful to uh, blame yourself for being in a temporary state of lack you know but what helps is to build um, really great connection with the universe and with spirits and with your guides and Mm -hmm. that's also what this summit is a great tool for you know because if you trust the universe and you trust that whatever I ask for and it comes from a a place of soul alignment and it helps me uh, on my path, then it will come into my life. And it's not up to me to decide in what form and in what time frame. That's up to the universe. You know, we are responsible for the what and the the universe is responsible for the how. Yes, yes, exactly. And I've noticed that myself as well, and I'm sure a few people that are watching have experienced that themselves um, as well. Because yeah, when, I, when we focus too much, sorry. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I was interrupting you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just finish your sentence. Because <laughs> um, when you focus too much on the how, 
it just doesn't seem to to really work well and it seems to be very hard work as well yeah. because we're really chasing something that we haven't even defined ourselves what we are chasing yeah exactly yeah and it can be so much simpler you know you can shift into this place where you feel from your soul and from your heart what it what is it that i truly truly desire you know what's mm. what's life really about for me what do i want to spend my time on what do i want to give my energy and attention to uh, what kind of people do i want to surround myself with what are my days like you know yeah. and if you feel that this really makes me happy and you shift into that energetic state of being and in this uh, place of receiving then it's really simple and easy well okay it's simpler and easier to receive because when you think okay this is the goal I want to reach and you work really hard to get it it kind of uh, it's like any relationship if you chase somebody they will run away really hard you know people don't like being chased <laughs> no exactly <laughs> same with with your dreams and and your desires you know it's about seeing yourself as that person opening up to that place of uh, receiving and and what you want to achieve and uh, what i just wanted to say when i interrupted you was yeah i also still sometimes get stuck in that place you know of wanting to work really hard or um yeah having goals in my head and um and a plan in my head and making the decision okay this is what to do and i get then into the state of being and that working and working on that goal and then a couple of months later and you decide and you feel oh but is this what i really want to do you know i've been so focused on achieving the goal but yeah. it's not really going anywhere so is this really what i want want to do or does this come from a place of ego or someone told me that's what i had to do you know or maybe uh, i was um i was yeah too much um i was listening to other people's opinions too much or something like that you know mm -hmm. and it seems then also because um i mean the way you describe that it's almost like we we tend to externalize everything and therefore mm. we're chasing it and therefore yeah. it becomes hard work because you don't necessarily do it from from within like we're not looking inside first to really yeah. you know find out what is it that i really want to create that really makes my heart sing that makes me really joyful and happy and that's logical you know because it's not something we've been taught at schools and you mm. you've been always been taught to externalize things you know you that's the way the whole school system is built yeah. you uh, someone tells you what is important for your own growth mm -hmm. you know you have to learn to read and write and do math and to learn a, a bunch of subjects you have to do it in this way and if it's not and then if you do that really well you get a good grade you know so mm -hmm. we've thought other people are valuing how we do things other people tell us what's important yes or no and they look at how we are doing and that's how we we get our grades you know so yes. we've been just taught that way yeah yeah exactly and and you know not just the schools i think because our parents have also always lived that way and been taught that way as well they weren't necessarily able then to help us make those shifts and then now later on in life we discover what that is and how we can do it differently so i, I absolutely agree that you know schools yeah. um in particular it's all about that judgment isn't it it's always about you know you do this then i'm going to judge you on that and give you that value and it's yeah, so exactly. challenging sometimes for for us to to work that out and to mm -hmm. identify what is that value and yeah. what is that judgment and is that mine and that can yeah. actually prevent us from what we have isn't it 
Yeah, exactly. Mm. And I think the school system will change, you know, in the next couple of years or maybe even decades. I don't know. And uh, I also am working with a group of people to do something uh, about that. We are building uh, schools that operate from a, a, from a whole other paradigm and mm. just getting giving children the chance to look within to value their own talents and value their own um, um, uh, desires and to yeah. let those grow and my daughter is already in in a school that's a little different you know there's not really okay you still you still need to um, read and write in um, in yeah in a certain way to um, participate in society but it's not the curriculum that comes f first it's their yeah their innate desires and talents and also uh, other things are really important uh, to you know like social skills or mm. developing your intuition and finding silence within yourself and and or um, um, yeah whatever you're, you're interested in as a child you know for example my daughter she is not really into writing Dutch yet as much but she loves speaking English so now she's eight and her English is fluently it is with an American accent it's so funny <laughs> she speaks better English than most people so and that's yeah. what you get when you give them the the room to develop that mm. those own, uh, yeah and that's so and that's what we want grown-ups to do as well you know and now yeah, I don't know how it is for you but I went to the school system I it took me about 10 or 15 years to quote-unquote find myself yeah. and yeah now I'm fi I'm finally started living you know and that's that's a great way to do that differently mm, definitely yeah and it's really i mean personally for me school has always been very limiting and not a very pleasant experience either and later yeah. in life um working in corporate and becoming a corporate workplace trainer and coach and then adult education as well I have seen quite a lot in terms of education and identifying yeah. really this is re not how we should be doing this. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, I, I love the fact that your daughter is already doing that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, but now th those are still uh, private schools, so we, yeah. we would really want to change. Yeah, if I look at the, the biggest thing I've learned in school is how to adapt what other people ask for of, of me. But mm -hmm. when you grow up and you, for example, you start your own business and I don't know if there are many business owners watching this, but uh, the last couple of years with the journey I made with my business and inspiring all those people, it it really became a pitfall you know to mm. just to listen to what everyone taught me uh, told me to do because everyone tells something different and i have so much clients to serve you know and everyone has different needs and and you get totally stuck in uh, when you keep functioning from that state of being so that's why I teach people to go within and look at what's really aligned for you and serve people on that way, you know, on that level. And if you do that, then you see that things will flow so much easier because when you, uh, when you are giving and giving, creating from a from a place of, oh, I think this is what people want uh, from me or this is what my clients want from me. Mm. You kind of leave your own aligned space you know? and you get stuck. And, and yeah, there's no way of creating space and, and value from that place of being. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because then again, you're going to externalize it. And you're really relying on others again. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So, so at what point in your life did you find out that you had to also go within and to be able to then make those shifts for yourself? What was your turning point? 
Yeah, I think there were uh, a couple. There. It's 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 still a work in progress, you know, because mm -hmm. that's also the um, the journey of being an entrepreneur and building a bigger business. Mm -hmm. You connect with lots and lots and lots of people, and the more people you connect with, um, every time I connect with more people, I have to uh, change my boundaries of what I'm. Uh, what I am giving and what I'm not giving, you know, because you only have so much time and space and, and energy. But there were a couple of uh, moments uh, that were really defining for me. One moment was when I was in my early 20s. I was 23, I think, and I wasn't um, raised in a spiritual way. I also really didn't believe in God or the universe. I, it was inconceivable for me at that time to ever have a, um, a conversation like this. You know, I, I was also really judgmental of spiritual people. I, I don't know what the English word is, but in Dutch it's sweverig. I don't know if it's then floaty or something. What, uh, what's the word? Oh. Yes, very interesting. What is the English word for that? I fluff. Yeah, exactly. So I had, I had big judgment about those people, but I wasn't doing really well in my own life. You know, I was working in a job that didn't fulfill me. I was dragging myself to work every day. Just, and it was uh, I, where I worked, there was a really negative climate and I held myself there, not because I wanted to, but, but because I didn't, I, I didn't knew there was another way, you know, but just to survive the toxic environment, I put myself in from day to day and not doing something that really fulfilled me. And it, it was it, okay for some people, the work was challenging, but for me, it was really easy, you know? So it, it, there was nothing there that, that really made me happy, except that I thought I have to go there because if I don't, then I don't get a paycheck and I can't pay rent, you know? Yeah. So, but just to survive, I uh, took a lot of drugs. I, I took a lot of weed from day to day. Mm -hmm. Sometimes my day started with me um, using drugs, you know, just to get through the day. And um, sometimes in my work, I sneaked away and I did drugs just so I could survive, you know, I could mm. function. Um, mm. And But yeah, I wasn't really functioning at all from a place of, yeah, what I now, what I know, now know can be reality. Yeah. And you yeah. can imagine that that's not really sustainable for your body and for your mental health in the long run. And so those emotions emotions and desires they kept coming up you know so one day i came uh, into uh, my work and and someone said to me oh marty yeah are you doing okay you don't look that well you know and yeah i just broke down i started crying and i couldn't stop crying i was so unhappy mm -hmm. and um yeah i went home that day and i didn't uh, go back to my work for uh, one and a half years and I went I never went back to that job I tried but it it just I was so stuck there it was not the place where I was supposed to be you know mm. so but it was really interesting but because got the book of Louise from someone once uh, you can heal your life oh, and yes. in that book she um she wrote yeah, she wrote that she healed herself from uh, cancer and she wrote about the power of the mind and how we create our reality. And I started the book once, but yeah, with all my judgment, I was flipping through the book, read, reading the pages and I was, oh my God, this is such quackery. You know, this is, uh, I, I can't even read this. this. This is such a lie. I never heard of someone healing herself from cancer before. I couldn't, I couldn't phantom it, you know, that mm. idea that you could heal your own life and your own body, it, it went against everything I, I was once um, taught, so I put away the book, but at that point, I saw it again, and it kind of called me, you know, and I thought, yeah, maybe there is some kind of truth in there, because what I'm doing, it's clearly not working, so 
I picked up the book again and I started reading it and yes, something inside me shifted, you know, I thought, mm. oh my God, this is reality because, and I also see the evidence, you know, I, I saw it in my own life because all the struggle, all the, the mess I made, I, and I could, I also could see the links between my thoughts and, and my feelings and the mess I created and also the, um, the physical reactions I had and everything she wrote about. So I got really intrigued by that whole concept of uh, how do we create our own reality, you know? Mm -hmm. So I started reading everything I could about it. And yeah, I was, I was at home. I had nothing to do, you know? So I spent one and a half years in the library <laughs> <laughs> and, awesome. and reading books and consuming cons content and yeah that's also when I started asking myself questions if I can do anything I want to do because that's what law of attraction tells you you can do whatever you, it is you desire mm -hmm. I thought yeah then I want to do this for the rest of my life I want to learn everything I can about how we create our reality and write about it because I love to write but yeah, there were still so much limiting beliefs and I thought, okay, there's no one who is ever going to pay me to do that. So then I thought, okay, I have to win the lottery or something, but of course that didn't happen. But it, give, it, it did give me uh, tools to, to feel better, you know, mm. to, um, yeah, I couldn't quite quit the addiction yet, but I was feeling, overall, I was feeling better, you know, I was... I was happy, I had more energy. So I did go back uh, in uh, a day job and I had a, a couple of uh, a different, a different ones. Um, and every job I got was suiting me better, was making me happier, but there was still this feeling, it's not what I'm supposed to be doing, you know? I'm mm -hmm. supposed to be doing something else. And that desire to build my life in freedom and to quit my job and to just be the, the boss of my own time and my own mm. life, it became bigger and bigger and bigger. So I, I thought, okay, uh, I started a blog in the, in the meantime, uh, it, not to make money, but just to, to write, you know, to express myself. Uh, so I thought I'm just starting to offer some coaching services. So I, I did that, but that wasn't making me money. I was like, I had, I offered coaching per hour and I had two online programs, which I sell for 25 uh, euros or something. Mm. Uh, it wasn't really making money and I was still in that day job. So I thought, yeah, and it was so hard for me to do both and to switch. And when I was working on my business, I was truly happy. You know, I was, mm. oh, I was radiating and it was, I felt so cool to do it. And I couldn't wait to get home and to start working on my business at night, you know, but yeah, yeah it's hard to combine because you work uh, 32 hours. You have a family. I had a daughter uh, in the, in the meantime, I have my husband, my friends, and then building my business and it it was and if i saw the contrast in how happy i was when i lived my passion to yeah not being that happy when when i was in my day job i thought i really have to choose for myself you know because now money is the reason why i'm stuck there because i'm afraid i won't make any money when i quit my job so and i thought well then i let money dictate my life and I might as well end up under a bridge or on my parents' attic. Attic? Attic, <laughs> attic. yeah. <laughs> well done. But everything is better than this, you know? Yeah. So, and then I just quit. And that was four, four years ago and I never looked back. And since then I'm just working on my best business, creating stuff. I create in, in the Netherlands, I created like 40 online programs or, or maybe even 50. I, I really lost track of, of how many. I, I launched membership programs. I held events. I, yeah, I, I'm having so much fun, you know, and also 
of course, sometimes uh, things are difficult and you bump into problems and especially with building the business side of things, but that's okay. You know, the main thing is I can always come back to that place of alignment. Mm. Wherever I'm at, however I'm feeling, uh, if I'm being overwhelmed or unhappy or there isn't enough money, I can always find my place back, my way back to alignment. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, I studied law of attraction, so I know how to do that, you know? Yes. So um, yeah, that's, that's a little bit of the journey. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's absolutely amazing. It's just, yeah, how you've really took that on board even though you know especially with the book louise hey i know exactly which one you're talking about because i was handed that book as well also by a friend when i went through a really difficult period and was suffering a chronic disease um that was really powerful very powerful book and so yeah. it's um it's really courageous of you to keep going with that and and then even discovering for yourself that what you are now learning that you, you know, deep down that that is exactly what it is that you're meant to be doing. And to yeah, but quitting is not really an option. If what you're, what you are doing is you, you know, mm -hmm. I can't quit me, you know, yes. I can quit everything. I can quit jobs. I can't quit. I can't quit partners. I'm already, I'm with my husband for over 17 years. So I haven't done that yet, but that's possible, but you cannot quit yourself. It's no. okay. Well, you can end your life of course, but even then, yeah, you are still with your own soul, you know, yes. with your own. Exactly. exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is so true. That is so true. That, that's, that's, pure soul connection and when you talk about alignment i know that that is exactly what it is because you really put yourself on that level you really reconnect it's not even a new connection it's literally reconnecting yeah we've all forgotten how to connect back to our soul and that's that's exactly that point and when we are rem reminded of how to do it it's and you do do it and you go back there regularly for me it's like coming home you know, and it's, 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 it feels so pure and it feels so light and absolute love that, you know, it's, it's almost, I'd be crazy not to go back there all the time, you know, and, and that's, that for me is that alignment and then putting that into utilizing that to then link it to what else I would like to create and then bringing that into my alignment again. And that's when things start to happen. Yeah. You know, and exactly. that's, yeah, yeah. So how, how could you, um, what am I, where am I going with this? <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, maybe think, it's yeah. because I wanted to uh, say something else about that because that's also the co-creation with universe because mm. you are a part of the universe, you know, or, well, it's not even that you're a part of the universe. You are the universe, you know, and yes. universe always protects you, takes care of you. So when you're not in alignment, then things never work out. You know, I experienced that last year I was doing some stuff and if I look back, I could have known it was not 100% in alignment, but at the mm. time I thought I had to do that to build the business, you know, but it, yes. yeah, it, it didn't work. And now I look at it and I thought, well, of course it's not, it was not working because it's not what I was supposed to do. You know, this is yeah. what I'm supposed to do just writing creating wonderful content and i was doing so much stuff business-wise and and universe was really protecting me to let that all go to come to a point where i basically had no choice but to evaluate everything and look at everything and really look at it and and choosing okay what is a hundred percent in alignment and what am i doing that's not hundred percent in alignment and to let all that stuff go and to go back to the 
to the basics again of what I'm supposed to do here, you know? Mm. And the moment I did that, it started yeah. flowing and I had my energy and I was so happy and so much space and I created some contrast when I wasn't listening to my soul and yeah it's still there somewhere you know it's I I've, I'm still cleaning up a little bit of some mess I made but mm. it's not really in my in my reality anymore um in a in a um, pressing way you know yes. it's just yeah. it's so far away already yeah and that's exactly beautiful thing and and also the most um most challenging thing uh, about creating a new reality because you have to shift from what you have been creating to what you want to create and that's mm. challenging for most people because we we learned that we have to be responsible you yes. have to uh, yeah be responsible take responsibility for your actions you know and most people um, and it's not that I ignore ignore it if I created something that uh, that I don't want but I'm not focusing all my attention on it because if I do that I create more of that you know so it's like okay yeah. what does this ask for me for me i do that okay shift my energy uh, away again and that's so not what we've been uh, taught no exactly quite the opposite actually <laughs> in that sense so how do we how do we learn about alignment how 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 can we practice that to get into alignment yeah, well, basically, it's uh, some people, they do it really naturally, you know, they're, they just are born. I think we are all born that way. And if society or our parents or our environment don't take away too much of that, it's, it's more easy to stay in alignment. I see that with my daughter, you know, she really has a clear picture of what uh, she wants. And if that's not the case and you want to learn that, yeah, there are so many places these days where you, where you can learn that, you know, I, uh, for example, I, uh, through my site, I give away free alignment journal and I teach about alignment. I give daily alignment practices and it's like, um, uh, sometimes I compare it with, with, uh, starting to work out, you know, if you're not. Uh, used to moving your body in a certain way for example yesterday I did yoga for the very first time I, I did it once years ago but I thought oh my god that's so not my thing but yesterday I suddenly felt cold to do a yoga class so I downloaded an app took a class and I was so it, it was like oh my God, this is so strange because you have to hold your body like this and it's so unnatural, you know? Mm -hmm. But if I uh, keep doing yoga regularly, I don't know yet, but if it gets easier and easier and easier yeah. and there will come a day that I don't even have to look at the app, I just know what I'm supposed to do to do a, a session, you know, or maybe... Yeah, it's maybe I start taking advanced classes or wanting to challenge myself a little bit more or maybe do hot yoga or I don't know exactly. Yeah, for example, you know, so that's the same way with alignment. You start doing like an alignment journal or reading a book, starting with some simple daily practices that you can integrate in your daily routine. You mm -hmm. start doing that. And then when and then it gets easier, you you let go of the daily practices or you combine a few, you know, you take a few from there, you take a few from there, or you make up your own alignment practice. Yeah. Uh, but for yeah. me, the biggest tool I use is journaling. Okay. Just sitting down, what am I feeling? Where is this feeling coming from? What do I want to feel, you know? Yeah. And shift that new feeling and then write a new script around that this is what my new life looks like this is what my what this situation is going to be like from now and not from a place of oh oh my god i can't function in the old and because that's why most people start with love attraction and alignment because they're so done with experiencing uh, heartache and and 
and and uh, raw emotions you know that's that's what did it for me i was so done with feeling unhappy but yeah. we live in an inclusive universe you cannot uh erase unhappy you know you can mm -hmm. only shift to happy and then there is a lot less room for unhappy but you cannot erase it because we live in an inclusive universe. Yeah. So sometimes I also get overwhelmed by um, sadness or guilt or judgment or whatever, you know. And what, what I learned is to not let, have it uh, overwhelm me, but to just, oh, well, this, it's here. I give space to it. What does this feeling mean? Because this feeling means that somewhere I'm not in alignment. Mm. What am I denying myself? What am I? What is universe uh, asking for me? Of I always say creation. What is creation asking of me? And what am I not doing yet? Where am I not being myself yet? What, what am I? Yeah. Where am mm. I not aligned? And then I start look at that. And find that alignment place back, and then the emotion just it 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 dis disappears. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And those are really good questions. You know, where am I not being? Where am I not doing things that that are in alignment? That's that's yeah. really interesting, and that can be a really confronting question for people as well, because they they may take that to self doubt you know blaming themselves and being really harsh because everything has to be perfect and things like that as well um and it's yeah, really that was yeah um, that was one of the biggest reasons why i had so much resistance to louise's hayes book hmm. because i was not uh looking at it from a place of responsibility uh but from a place of a judgment yeah. oh i created yeah. this so i am the one to blame no, I'm, I'm responsible, but I don't have to feel guilty about it because I created it from a place of not knowing. And you cannot be mad at yourself if you simply don't know anything. Yeah. That, then you can, it's, if you train yourself in, in shifting to that, to that state of mind, it's really going to uh, help you because if you don't know something and even if you know something okay you made a mistake you know if people really love you they'll forgive you for please forgive yourself mm. learn from it and move on you know yes yeah exactly forgiveness wow that's huge isn't it for, for mm. yeah it's something that i've been struggling with probably for the last couple of years and it's now finally kicking in that, yeah, forgiving myself, forgiving situations, forgiving certain people. Um, and it really frees up. It really frees up the, the energies and becoming more, even more in alignment, you know. And, um, and I think from being human is something that can prevent us from really staying in that alignment space as well because we have all these human experiences yeah. and wanting to stay connected so badly can sometimes cause a block as well because then we start focusing on it too much as well and then it's yeah, yeah it's that human side that kicks in most of the time and, and that's the judgment again right Exactly, and but that's why I um, I spent also time to really embrace my human side, you know, mm. accepting that I have this addictive personality, and that sometimes in certain cases desires to um, to run away and use something to um hide from my reality it kicks in so there don't has to be judgment around that it it can be like a creation process you know mm. oh it's interesting it's here again what does this ask for me why do i do this why mm. is this desire here what is the true desire you know what i'm where are, am i even running away uh, from you know mm -hmm. and um yeah as uh, that's that's a really interesting thing too because i think uh, a lot of people don't uh talk about maybe 
still doing stuff you know inside or you feel inside of you it's not the most beneficial thing for you to do mm -hmm. uh, but then you do it anyway or you do it sneaky because yeah that's not spiritual and i think i, I don't know but i've been research researching this lately okay uh, how, uh, how this is a thing in the spiritual community you know uh, because um yeah there is this view of people that you have to eat healthy, live, live clean, do yoga, uh, um, mm. and yeah, be mindful, you know, all those things. But for me, that's a really hard place for me for, to step into because I'm super sensitive. I can feel everything of anyone, you know, uh, even from a distance. Uh, mm -hmm. If I, if I walk, yeah, I live in this, I live in a beautiful house. It's, it, there is like, a, um, yeah, it's kind of a park around here. But if I uh, uh, exit the gate and I come in a crowded uh, residential area, all those energies, they are mm -hmm. there, you know? Yeah. So for me, living day-to-day -day life, it can be a real struggle, you know, to ground yeah. yourself. They connected to yourself, and um, and I think for most people it is that way. I don't I don't see myself ever being like this Zen yoga kind <laughs> of person that is truly connected. I get yeah. I get frustrated. I get mad. You know, I get mad at people. I get mad at myself. But I yeah. I also like that energy because mm. there's a creative power in that energy and getting mad you know it's like this is my boundary okay this is what i'm not choosing anymore you know it, it has great energy and, and and potential there's great potential in in getting mad and there's also a value in um yeah in in other stuff that we uh, don't um d don't approve you know or mm -hmm. yeah for example, with certain types of, of foods, when you say, oh, you can't eat gluten or sugar or dairy or meat or whatever, but everything vibrates on a, um, on a certain level, you know? Yeah. And sometimes it is really good and beneficial for you to, to take something um, to alter your consciousness or your state yeah. of being little bit what is detrimental is the guilt we have around it yeah yeah, you know? yeah. and you have to decide for yourself uh is this something that's helping me right now can i really enjoy it for example i had um always had so much guilt when i ate sugar because well i'm not one of the uh, slimmest person there's this whole judgment around when you're fat you're unhealthy you know well now i never get sick i'm i'm think i'm so super healthy but i do have some excess weight i also think i know why it's there you know for protection and it's also kind of comfy in my mm -hmm. body you know and it also it helps me create some stuff but other people they have judgment around it if you yeah. visit the doctor one of the first, when i visit the doctor one of the first things he says to me is well you have to lose lose some weight so i always had this big guilt when i ate a donut or something and, mm. I, and then every, uh, every bite was i shouldn't eat this this is bad for me oh my god uh, yeah maybe yeah. i can't stop eating this you know so it's not the the donut that makes me uh, fat or is unhealthy for me, it's the guilt behind it, you know, mm -hmm. and the judgment we have around it. Yes. So, yeah, and you can't shift, you can't let, you cannot let anything go when you don't shift from judgment and guilt to feeling free uh, around it. Mm -hmm. So that's why I spend a lot of time feeling free with my eating habits and eating what I want when I enjoy it. Yeah. And now I feel so much better uh, around, around it. Yeah. I even lost uh, like five kilos and I didn't even do anything mm. uh, for it, but just release the shame and the guilt, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. 
And it's really interesting because when I started doing more of the spiritual work and um, becoming a Reiki master, doing the animal communication, tuning into yourself, meditation, all this sort of stuff, and you talk to people, and I've had teachers along the way as well, um, some of them say, for example, you can't have any alcohol, you can't have caffeine, you know, you can't do this. And I have a glass of wine, I have my coffee, you know, it's like, and sometimes if I have a shot of vodka, <laughs> I'm better connected. <laughs> you know, like you say, it has all that vibration. The only thing I have experienced is that when I consciously go into a session of tuning in, I'm not comfortable having a meal straight before I go into a session with a client. Yeah. But that's because it, it, my body's digesting and I feel it's just too heavy. There's too much going on. I want to feel more calm. I want to be really in tune and very relaxed. So I eat an hour before or I eat after the session. Yeah. And that's something that you learn as well. And being woo-woo and things, yeah, people have told me as well, well, how can you be spiritual? You don't walk around in purple and smelling of sage. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> you know, and it's really interesting how those preconcepted ideas um, puts that judgment out there. And, yeah. and, you know, you're exactly right. When you are able to, to work on that and do things guilt-free and remove the judgment, that will make you so much lighter energetically and you know in your case also from a body perspective and that's the same for me as well it's uh, yeah it's but it, oh wow we can do so much yeah. harm to ourselves isn't it but this comes down to when you, what you also said it comes down to choice yes. is this something i want to choose right now is this serving me and yeah. and if yes then enjoy it you know uh, savor in it and, and not judge it. If you're in judgment, then then don't do it because no. that will only make it worse. And for example, I hardly drink any alcohol. I almost never drink. Uh, I, I did drink a lot, you know, in the, in the past. But now mm. when I take a glass of wine, it, it really makes me ill and I can't sleep uh, as good and I get these, these restless legs. So, but oh, then yes. it's... Just, it's a choice yeah. not to consume alcohol it's not because i'm not allowed to it just mm. it doesn't serve me you know but yeah. but some uh, things do serve me and then i do them you know but then it's a conscious choice and this is a really hard thing because uh with with things like meat or alcohol uh, or cigarettes or uh, other things there's so much collective judgment and guilt mm. on it i think if we have to uh if we want to um eliminate all the addictions in the world we we have to let go of the resentment and the judgment first so yeah. people and and it's so funny because when it's a choice it's not even longer an addiction no, no, exactly, exactly. That's so true. Mm -hmm. Wow, very powerful. Yeah. So, is is there anything that you would like to share with the audience that you feel that they can take away and practice or implement and just experience? Well, I I don't know. It's it's um mainly a call for you to follow your own alignment you know because mm. we are such powerful beings and if you turn inwards for a second and you kind of feel all the energy that's inside all this creative energy and you give that a chance and you give yourself the permission to let that be and share mm. that creative and creative uh, energy there's so much possible you know and just mm. for you to give yourself that permission right now and give yourself every day that permission to uh, start creating from a place of alignment and it's okay if you don't know it all yet it's okay if you don't know where it's going yet it's even okay if you don't know what you want to do yet or if you if you don't know if you what your 
on earth for it's all okay because it's the process is always the same take the first logical step mm -hmm. and if that's if you do that, you always see what the first logical step is. Sometimes it's going for a walk, sometimes it's uh, watching this masterclass or this interview, and sometimes it's writing something. It can be the inner work, it can be writing a letter to someone, it's call, phoning someone up or call, calling someone or whatever the yeah. expression is. It can be doing something fun with your children, and it can be creating some powerful content or um, uh, building a business, but also building a business is one step at a time. You know, there's mm. always this one logical step. And I created so much over the last four years because this is how I live. I always take the first logical step because if you think in the future, things can totally overwhelm you or mm -hmm. it can be like kind of blank space what is even there you know i don't know where this is going it's not mm -hmm. important just mm -hmm. focus on what's right in front of you and take the first logical step and if you always do that and you learn to take those steps more and more and more from a place of alignment and and give yourself years to practice this you know don't be impatient with mm -hmm. it yeah, then you're always on the right track and it, and and you don't even know where you where you are going because it's effing boring to know where you're going, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if, if I would see how the rest of my life would turn out, yeah, please kill me now. I, there's no reason to live anymore because you already lived it, you know? You saw yeah. what, what, what the ending is. No one likes spoiler alerts, you know, but when it comes to our own lives, we have to have a plan. We have to have certainty. We have to know where this is all taking us, you know. No, you don't want to. You, you, it's never going. Thank you so much for listening to yet another inspiring episode of Connecting Soul Beings podcast. I love receiving your comments, stories and feedback as they are truly inspiring. So please take some time to comment on this episode below. If you love the show, you can help us by sharing and liking it via your favorite podcast platform and our website. And if you feel that we can work together in helping you to connect to your inner self and the animals, then hop on over to biancaderose.com or find me on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram under Bianca de Rose. Thank you again so much. Say hi to your pet from me and stay connected with love and grace.